Hey everyone, Deadbeat Hero here. Welcome to another episode of Arcade Podcast, the podcast about the art game. Um, that's a cool tagline, right? Do you like it? I don't know. I think it works, but it could be kind of. It's yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dorky, but that's all right. That's all right. I'm I'm just going to roll with it. Um, before we get started here, I just wanted to tell you guys that we've been pretty busy here in the studio getting ready for this. Uh, Atelier Rungang, uh, like a gallery tour that will be happening uh, next week, uh, September 24th through the 26th. Uh, we are participating in it as well as like over 20 other galleries around Vienna, mostly in the 2nd, 20th, 9th, and 3rd district, um, and all types of different uh, art and art practices are featured in that. Uh, we are taking part... And in our studio, we're going to be showing a few pieces that I've been working on, also my helmets, and some pieces also from Raponza, and selling postcards and prints and stickers and patches and pins and whatever we have lying around the studio. Um, you're welcome to come by. We'd really love to see you. Uh, we are going to be open on the 24th and 25th from 2 to 9, and on the 26th from 2 to 6. It's a free event. Go check out a bunch of galleries here in these areas. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of free wine involved, so that's cool, right? I mean, free wine, good time. I hope you all are doing well. I am doing okay myself. I've been kind of just diving into more canvas work, and um, finding, finding the challenges in that. It's cool to find a, I don't know, to find a passion in that again and to challenge myself a little bit. And you can see those paintings, like I said, during that gallery tour, um, the 24th through the 26th. Uh, there's a website you can check out. I'm looking at the flyer here. Let me check it out. Um, it's www.q202.at slash archive. A-R-C-H-I-V. Um, yeah, check it out. Come by. Uh, give us a high five. We will return it. Yeah, and that's that. That's all I really want to say really quickly uh, before we got into this. Um, today's episode is really cool. We have Skrull. Um, I've known Skrull for quite a while, uh, but we didn't really, we never really had a chance to connect or um, or talk in this uh, in like a long form conversation. And I have to say it was really cool and uh, really interesting. Um, he opened up about his process and where he began and um, transitioning with his artwork using this multi-line tool and how he developed this. I think it's really interesting because um, I think this style that he's created is really uh, pretty awesome. If you are also interested in that, then this is the perfect episode for you. And I should also mention that halfway through this episode, we took a short break, and when we came back, I turned the fan on, and <laughs> you can hear it in the background. So I'm sorry about that. Without further ado, Arcadians, if you're ready, please help me welcome Skrull. Or should I say uh, manual or? You can say it as you want. As you want. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it, do I pronounce it correctly? Skrill? You can pronounce <laughs> as, you, as want. you want. <laughs> okay, good. 
I'm used to any different pronunciation and yeah. also mixing of the letters. Okay. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'll great. react to any form of it. Okay. <laughs> Did I pronounce it with the with the wrong letters? And it's S K R I L, right? Skrill. Skrill. Yeah. So yeah. Or is it I R L? It's K I R L. K I S. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My own fault, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's how names go, I guess. When there's not like a normal name, like like nobody or never, no. and it's like ah. Oh. You had to find something that wasn't used before, so I ended up with this. That's true. <laughs> cool. But yes, I remember seeing a lot of your work when I first came in 2014 when mm -hmm. I moved here. Um, I think then that same year you did uh, this festival. You did the turtle in on the stairway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember it. When you were doing all your lines with uh, with spray cans yeah, and stuff. Yeah, separately. Yeah. Exactly. Which 2014, point? you say? I think it was 2014 and 2015. But 2014, Possible. I believe. I think yeah. in between 14 and 15, I switched from like uh, more chewing gum mm -hmm. colors, violets, orange, blue, and stuff like this to mm -hmm. more based on toned down colors. Oh, like okay. gray, brown, and black and white. Did you just get bored with the with the chewing gum? Yeah, I got bored of the chewing yeah. gum somehow. <laughs> I also uh, educated myself a lot about colors oh, and how they work, how they uh, interact with our brain or how they interfere with our brain, the, mm -hmm. the waves from the different colors, how our brain is built and uh, programmed to give our body uh, specific information when you see specific colors. And yeah, like I really feeling. got into that like and I started to hate all of them colors <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah it's, it's just about forms now but yeah. as you see in the last time i started to use a little blue mm -hmm, again. Mm -hmm, yeah i really like the vibes from it and yeah, yeah let's see where this goes cool did you just taught yourself that or did you go to did you do any formal training like art school or anything no i, I started art school and i was in some ceramics class oh okay I really enjoyed it there but i didn't really thought it was bringing me any further and i hated all the theoretical stuff mm, yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> school in general classes and yeah. I needed money long yeah, yeah. story short I stopped uh, the school pretty fast again and started to work mm. oh okay All right. so yeah maybe in, in total I had like four months of uh, art education oh right so you went to the school here in Vienna the, yeah. the main yeah. school yeah. exactly did you meet any of your like other art friends there that you're also that you're still painting with and stuff or no mm, oh, it's funny i i met a lot of people there and i also made some friends mm -hmm. didn't really stayed in touch but with some of those people and people i made met over those people i'm, mm -hmm. I'm in touch again somehow so oh, okay. the scene in vienna is small yeah people know each other and if you stay in the creative branch mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you meet each other again at some point yeah especially with the people who hold on to their word and uh, they are yeah uh, uh, they are there on time and do what <laughs> they said and when True. when it's cool to work with those you're gonna see them again yeah of course yeah especially if they're, they're in the scene for a long time and they're constantly progressing and stuff then it's it's, yeah, you're going to see them over exactly. and over again. Yeah. I also didn't do school too much. I went to art school for one semester in Houston, Texas, mm -hmm. right right out of high school. Like I just, I, my parents got the tuition money for me to go and I was really excited. And I was living in San Antonio then I had to go to move to Houston to do the art school. And it was my first time living away from the home and my parents weren't, weren't super strict, but my dad was pretty strict, yeah. So once I moved to Houston, I kind of went... Uh, 
like overboard. I kind of, you know, when, when you've been in such a situation where like everything is, uh, you, you weren't allowed to do so much. Yeah. You know? like You're it. not used to the freedom, so you can't handle it. So. <laughs> I, could, yeah. I tried to handle it. I, I got too much into, into the drug scene there and then yeah. I had my hair like bright red and shit. But I was doing really well in school though, but I just, yeah, I, I got to the point to where I, it just, it was too much. And then I, in the school, I didn't really feel like they were teaching me that much, mm -hmm. like not more than I was, I could have learned on my own. So I did like the, the assignments, you know, I liked when they, when they gave you a specific topic to, to work on, it kind of forced me to, to explore different parts of creativity. I ended up going back to San Antonio. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. If you are a specific kind of person or character, mm -hmm. especially in these days, I mean, if you look at new generation after us, They find anything they want to know on the internet, right? Exactly, they yeah. can educate themselves so specifically in some mm -hmm. fields that I think, yeah, the, the whole idea of school and education might be overthought or yeah. might be, yeah, should maybe develop yeah. into something else. Exactly. Who knows? I mean, especially after this Corona time where everybody's doing like homeschooling and stuff, I mean, you don't actually have to go to a, a brick and mortar, like a, a actual building yeah. to go to school yeah. anymore. You no, it's, this, this situation makes people realize yeah. that things can work actually also without you leaving the house and going to some office or to some school building, right? Yeah, yeah. That so many people are commuting actually for nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All these years. Just to be social kind of, but like it's... You don't really need that. I don't know what it is about. People being in offices is also raising tuxedo cells, I guess. Yeah, true. <laughs> you have to sell those ties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, how did you like handle the corona time? Did you have a hard time for you? Was Pretty good. No, um, hard times um, during corona as well, but not because of corona. Mm -hmm. Maybe in, indirect. You know, but yeah. not not really obviously connected to the whole situation. Mm -hmm. um, I, I spent the last years also before Corona really antisocial and um, I isolated myself. Mm -hmm. I did not uh, go out a lot uh, when I was in Austria. Mm -hmm. So I just um, enjoyed myself uh, drinking and, and, and uh, having some outdoor activities, mm -hmm. uh, uh, classic free time activities when I was in other countries abroad. Yeah. But at home, I really isolated myself. So uh, Corona didn't really affect me that mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of my business activity um, is going on on the internet anyway and via social networks and web shops, stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. So that also didn't really change. Mm -hmm. um, may maybe even the opposite because more people uh, sat in front of the, the devices and, and seen some True. stuff that they might... I also think um, painting sales got a little bit up in general because people spend more uh, time at home and they are more thinking about how to arrange and uh, yeah. decorate their homes, right? Yeah, I never thought about that, but that's true. Yeah. I thought it'd be like opposite. I was kind of worried because of um, people look around like, okay, we need like six bags of toilet paper. We don't need this painting anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> De decoration on the wall is kind of the last thing you would think about in a yeah. crisis or yeah. when it's really getting hard, when yeah. it's when it's getting difficult for most of the people. Uh, decoration or art would be the last thing they. Yeah. They, they would look after. I guess if you if you have a pretty um, sure job and you're working from home, then 
sure you want to make it a little bit better. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. didn't think about that. That's interesting. But yeah, in mm. the way the the time just being home, not having like a lot of responsibilities to to be out and and socialize was kind of for me it was a little like freeing in a bit a bit no. you know because I didn't have this pressure of having meetings or having to be somewhere at a time. It was like I could just wake up whenever I wanted to and do whatever and just mm-hmm. wait for it all to blow over and we're still kind of waiting for that to, to finish but, but yeah but it's also not satisfying as you thought it would be no it's not really healthy i think for the, yeah. for the for the brain after a while the thing is that you have two different sets of mind i think mm-hmm. one is thinking over your life over a long period of time and over really important things that you want to achieve things that you cannot maybe achieve in one day mm-hmm. But um, you really want them. And on the end of the month, you think about bigger time spans or bigger meaningful things in your life. Yeah. But in the end, you always make decisions on a daily basis, right? Yeah. You decide what you want now or what you want today. Yeah. And uh, better have tomorrow the same day like yesterday, you know, like be comfortable and everything. On the end of the month, you're not satisfied with what's coming out from it, but you want to treat yourself good. And so. Mm-hmm. you end up doing nothing more or less or nothing really crazy or really yeah. standing out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta kick your ass <laughs> yeah. by yourself. Yeah, and that's really sure. hard. Yeah, it can be really difficult if you don't have this... Uh, I think it also comes from like a fear of, of change in order yeah. like you don't want to get too far from your routine because you're afraid of where that's going to take you or what can happen or what you'll lose. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't think about what you gain, what you can gain from it, you know, so much. The gain doesn't seem as, as, um, as rewarding as like the fear of people are scared losing. from failing. And I think to succeed, you need to fail several times before most of the time. It's I think it's, like yeah, this. for sure. That's the, the only way you learn is from failing. I yeah, think it's the yeah. easiest way for sure. So you were you writing more uh, graffiti before? Now that you're doing, I mean, your artwork is is different now. But what did you start doing first, as far as like street work? Like street mm, I, I I started to take on electric boxes and the back of the bus and the tram mm-hmm. when I was around fourteen or fifteen. Okay. So just stole, adding markers at Libro and. <laughs> uh, wrote my name in big block letters on any kind of shit on my way home from yeah. friends or something. Mm. And that developed step by step. I mean, yeah, with, with 14, 15, you don't have any money, so you end up with big markers, right? Yeah, yeah. A little bit later, you can maybe afford a few spray cans. And mm. I started to do gla- classical graffiti with 15 or 16 with spray cans. Mm. And I joined the Vienna scene for 10 or 11 years. Okay. Some years really active, um, but yeah, participating in this field, really playing after the rules, mm-hmm. making letters, having making them have highlights and and, and yeah. background and playing everything after the rules mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah, um, comparing myself to the other guys. Yeah, what was your your influences like at that time at that age? Really hard to say. I mean. I always thought I could draw or illustrate a little bit better than the than the average graffiti writer. So mm-hmm. I always tried to make it a little bit like a little bit how do you say figurative? Okay. With, yeah. with characters and, mm-hmm. and, and different ideas 
having the letter shape was never too important for me. Mm -hmm. I never wanted it to be perfect graffiti or yeah. look super hip hop like on some NWA album cover mm -hmm. or something yeah. like that. That was never my intention. Yeah. I always thought I wanted it to be a little bit more creative and every piece to be different. And yeah, while I was talking now, I really got myself a big influence of mine was a writer Bild, B-I-L-D. Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And um, he, he is not active anymore. I think he moved out from Austria. Okay. But um, I always know that he was kind of a big idol for me. Also Busk, Paul uh, yeah, Busk. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in between those guys, uh, also maybe a few others that I was looking up to and um, I would consider them my childhood heroes somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the yeah. build stuff is still still riding. Yeah. I see it on the train train rides and everything. I see yeah, a lot of the build. It's still... Um, painting sometimes I guess but it's nothing in comparison to what he did like 10 or 12 years ago when I was uh, young and super interested in train graffiti and mm -hmm. what's going on on the train line and mm -hmm. on the mm -hmm. on the highway and, and stuff like this yeah these guys were really pushing it and not just from the quantity but also from the quality and the ideas they put behind their pieces mm -hmm. every time was making you laugh or uh, yeah just having having a smile or uh, making your day a little bit better yeah and that's really valuable on graffiti i think when yeah. it's not not normal but if there is a little thought or a little like a little more a little beyond mm -hmm. the classical mm -hmm. stuff true i really like that and when did you remember your like your stuff to start to change because you're doing like your names and you're mm -hmm. starting to do that stuff with the figurative stuff yeah um 2000 I forgot totally what, what year that was. 2011, mm -hmm. police was at my house and um, searched uh, all my all my place. Okay. Took uh, my cameras, uh, mobile phones and computers and everything. And I Shit. waited uh, 11 months for my court. I tried to make a long story short. I was thinking for 11 months that I was having debt to the government for the rest of my life. Oh, really? I was really, really lucky and I had a good uh, lawyer. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now I'm debt free already since many years, but yes. um, this whole illegal graffiti thing um, didn't really end up well for me. So yeah. I had to pay big bills and um, had to take a lot of responsibility for what I did. What did they catch you with? Was it um, not just one thing, but a lot of different things? No, no, they, they just were able to prove me a lot of things because there was having my like analog photo roll and mm -hmm. my computer and everything. And there was also re regaining data that I already deleted and stuff oh, like shit. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they hacked into and it. And like yeah, it was about ridiculous amounts of money. Yeah. And wow. yeah, I was I was thinking for almost one year that my life is kind of over. And when the second court date was finished and mm -hmm. I knew what I have to pay and this is not little, but all right, you know, it's doable. And then yeah. I, I, I felt like a second chance or something, a second... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, a, a, re, a reborn, reborn or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the phoenix rising. Yeah. I decided then to um, push it more into the quality and less into the quantity or crazy spots or mm -hmm. don't climb up on any houses and don't paint on any trains anymore. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. least in your country, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and this is when I started to go much more into the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did legal stuff. I did commercial stuff i had some jobs not not comparable with the jobs i do now but mm -hmm. it was kind of working from the first moment on 
nice. maybe not because I'm the best artist and the best illustrator, but I'm very communicative and ex extrovertized. So yeah. I can really easily get in touch with people and I can communicate artist minds mm -hmm. to customer minds and customer minds to artist minds. And that made me kind of a... Superhero, know, man. It's yeah. like a superpower. <laughs> in, 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 between, in between these worlds and I interact and uh, I... I get asked for jobs uh, quite frequently and most of them today I don't want to do them anymore because mm. it's not really my field anymore to make yeah. somebody a logo or I know what you mean, yeah. paint yeah. them a kebab on their mm -hmm. on their imbis corner. Yeah. But uh, I always know somebody who is willing to do it and yeah. um, who is happy to catch a few euros over yeah, there. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I struggle with this all the time with uh, commission work. That's something outside from what I usually do. Like if when they come to me with a a landscape or they want me to paint this logo or something like that, I really it's money of course, but I for me the the stress and I don't in the end there's no reward for me. The money is not really enough for me for reward. Like I need yeah. to be really satisfied with the piece and happy with it. Of course, if it's something that maybe I want to try to do, this is different. But if somebody says, like, can you paint this octopus on my wall, but like a realistic octopus, I'm like, that's not just... I can if I really wanted to, but I just I really don't want to. If you can afford to, don't do it. Yeah. You might know somebody who is really happy to do it and of give course. you 15 percent oh, for true. connecting Finders him. Fee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never thought about that, yeah. Now, I usually just... Um, I usually charge more if it's something for that I don't want to yeah, do. If you don't enjoy it, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I'll make it clear to them like I can also do something like this, and it's more like my style, and I'll be happy with it. You'll be happy with it. It'll be a little bit, the price will be a little bit better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I struggle with that a lot. But then I talk to other artists, and they're just like, yeah, man, a job's a job. You know, we're artists. We work for money. You make money by doing this other shit on the side, and you could do your your, your real stuff when you want to. And I understand that that aspect also. It makes sense. But. I think you got to be really careful with listening to other artists, how they do it or how they handle something because you never know their financial situation mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. situation in general, how much they don't enjoy doing something which is not their thing, right? Yeah. But if you so far with your artist identity, brand, whatever, mm -hmm. that people like it, Mm -hmm. just how it is mm -hmm. just how you do it that's very fortunate yeah yeah of course it takes a while to get to that point for yeah. sure yeah yeah that's 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 the other thing so i also think of it kind of like um like tattoo artists have the same thing right exactly so yeah, yeah. that must be that must be even harder yeah so they have like a, a flip book with all their artwork in it but then they come to you with something that they saw another artists do and they want you to paint that or tattoo that on them and that that hurts for me yeah, or like because yeah. people ask me have asked me so many times in my life to if i could draw a tattoo for them and i always tell them no like go to the tattoo artist mm -hmm. and a tattoo artist is an artist like they'll draw it for you you don't have, and unless you want something specifically mine don't ask me to draw something else for you most of the time that's people who know you or find you sympathetic or something, mm -hmm. want to have something to do with you, right? Mm -hmm. And then they don't uh, think about buying a canvas, hanging it into the flat, but they yeah. try to interact with you over this somehow because they have tattoos already or they can think of having a tattoo in your style. Yeah, true. Most of the time it's not something in my style. Most of the time it's just they want a tattoo of something and exactly. they ask me if I could draw exactly. it. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of times this is people 
um, trying to save money on the tattoo work because they think if they go to the tattoo artist with a, with a drawing yeah. already, it's going to be cheaper for them. But in reality, the the artist, the tattoo artist, is just going to redraw in their style what you bring to them. So just yeah. go to them in first place. Just go to the tattoo artist. They know what the yeah. hell they're doing. <laughs> they worked really hard on that on that job. I mean, most of them do. I think all the the tattoo artists that I've met and worked with, um, they're amazing artists, man. They're like they're masters of. Uh, I mean, they have so many different. Um, techniques and also uh disciplines that they've learned not just tattoo work but they can do like really great watercolor acrylic paints a lot of uh graffiti artists or tattoo artists yeah it's, it's amazing but they really know how to shade which is like i'm so like jealous of that when i see them how they can translate it like a tattoo shading to the wall and do it like that it's just amazing i think it's great i'm not too much into tattooing myself to be honest I don't like needles and I don't like sitting still. Yeah. And I have <laughs> medium issues with touching other people and being yeah. touched. Yeah. So that's not something I could do. I have issues already uh, sitting still at the hairdresser for 15 minutes. Oh, so, really? Uh, <laughs> cut my hair by myself. <laughs> that, yeah, that solves that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I had thought a little bit about going into tattooing um, because a lot of my friends are tattoo artists. And before I moved here... Um, a lot of them were like, hey, you know, you should learn how to tattoo because when you move there, you could probably find a job tattooing pretty, mm, pretty easily yeah. after a while. And I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. And um, I was going to go that direction and print this for a little bit, but I just can't see myself sitting on with somebody for like three hours, six hours, whatever, and, and, and doing something on their skin. I, for me, it just doesn't, yeah, it just didn't seem like the direction I wanted to go in, you know, but. I feel you. And the tattoos that I do have, I just got them from friends typically. And a lot of the times it was for from situations in my life that I needed to get my mind off the shit. And mm. I was like really just going through a lot of bullshit. And, and that pain, because that, it can be pretty painful, that pain that came from it, I just kind of absorbed it mm. a little bit. So that's why I ended up with so many damn tattoos. <laughs> tattoo friends. So you started to do um, a lot of your work like... I guess I, I should uh, say, like, you started to do, like, this line work at what what time? Like, when you went from, like, doing your letters, did, you, did it start from there, the line work? And the, or did well, it started you... all when I got bored from using too many colors mm -hmm. and I fell in love with the tone in tone, you know? Mm -hmm. First step was, yeah, do a piece completely red with different reds or different blues, different greens, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then the colors disappeared completely. And it got more and more lines. I separated all the color fields from each other and used less and less colors. And at some point, it was mm, almost no colors and just lines. Yeah. And, um, this this period you was mentioning before, where I pulled the lines separately with the spray can, mm -hmm. 2017, 2018, something mm -hmm. like that. Then, um, yeah, after a few years of painting pieces like that, I got thrombosis in my armpit. What is this? Uh, thrombosis is when uh, oh, I, have to, I, have to, I have to explain it like a child. Um, yes, when please. a little piece of blood is getting hard and mm -hmm. clogged and it's getting stuck somewhere in your vein, right? Oh, okay, like a, so like a my armpit was getting uh, very, very, very swollen, swollen until I could not uh, put down my arm anymore. I had to hold it with the other arm or have it on a tower of pillows. Oh shit! And I was going like this for one week, and I knew exactly it's from spray painting too much. Really? It's from holding the spray can and pressing the cap just a tiny little bit yeah, to, yeah. to, to get this make really this tiny, 
thin lens exactly and yeah I was falling into some little depression which ended me up um, trying this uh, multi-line rollers mm-hmm. and um, developing them in, in my favor in my direction because yeah. um, this whole thing is not my idea um, but um, I, I I rethought it and I developed it a little bit further Yeah, yeah. to this point where I have it now my tool so this came from having this injury like more or less the need to the need to use it I had the idea to use something like this or to do something like this mm-hmm. but the real change and the real need to change came with this health crisis yeah yeah wow. so yeah, that, that's an experience I make again and again that um, the really big changes I only achieve with major crises or mm-hmm. ma- major shitty situations before. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise I'm in my comfort zone and I don't change anything. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Mm. It's hard to change when, when you don't have something pushing you up from the other side. Or, yeah. Know, yeah. It's true. So yeah, then I was starting to use this tool it was much smaller and a little bit different back then. Mm-hmm. And step by step I developed it and I would say also I developed my shapes and the aesthetic of my forms, the dynamics of it from the ground structure to the last edges. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the development when I look on paintings that I did when I first started with these multi-line tools. Mm-hmm. And I compare them to the recent ones. I really feel like I made some progress with it as well mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. years. Yeah, but I, seems, uh, I was I was gonna say it seems very uh, also very meditative, uh, meditative like um, yeah, you know, like these Zen gardens. You know, with like kind of you have these lines, and it exactly. seems like you can just kind of you just find the flow and the rhythm of it, and you just go with it. Or do you already have like an idea of like where the turn's gonna be, where where the dark lines are gonna connect? And sometimes I have an idea about. Uh, the dynamics or the ground form, the the, 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 the basic form of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I very, very rarely follow my idea. Mm-hmm. So I maybe start following it and then I flip it and I, I switch to something completely else. But yeah. Most of the times I just do anything on the beginning, just mm-hmm. some random stuff influenced by music on the earphones. Mm-hmm. Try to make something different than the other times before and then I just try to safe yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you starting with like a like the background form like a background color and then you just try to fill that in with the lines yeah typically yeah yeah. and what are you listening to on on your on your iphone when i when i paint yeah yeah what is what is some of the music that that kind of gets this and gets you into the i mostly listen to scandinavian black metal and death metal are you serious yeah that's Fucking awesome. <laughs> from, from the 90s. So stuff <laughs> nice. like Burzum and Gogoroth and wow. Tudor and stuff like this. Awesome. <laughs> so this is just like, I can't imagine what, uh, it's death metal, right? So mm. it's just like, just hard. Pretty, pretty angry, noise. satanistic. Yeah. Which pure, is totally, pure evil. which is totally opposite of like, of this, of these forms that seem like so fluid and, and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I just, they seem even more <laughs> fluid and relaxed when I listen to relaxed music. Yeah. It's really, really obvious, at least for myself, um, what kind of influences in a painting because mm-hmm. I can see it from from the movements, from the edges, from the how I pull the diagonal lines, if it's edgy or if it's more round and homogenic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. That's super interesting. I also really love to listen to music while I paint, but I don't have like a specific type of music. I just mm-hmm. kind of 
have the playlist going. Um, yeah, I also listen to other stuff sometimes. Yeah, right? yeah. I think I'm really into classical music also. Oh, nice, yeah. yeah. Like Handel and Bach. Yeah, yeah. So some of my favorites. Nice. No Mozart? Not so much Not anymore. So much. No. But you were born in Vienna? Yeah. Okay. You're probably the first person I've talked to that was actually born. Yeah, I also have ne never met anybody else. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody's like, comes from other parts of Austria most yeah. of the time, but that's great. But have you ever thought about moving out of Vienna? Yeah, several times. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you like, you like Vienna's great and yeah. you, you can appreciate it when you know what other possible uh, places you could have born in, mm -hmm. could have yeah. been born in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a big, big village, you know, in the end, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's not, not wondering me that I'm getting bored from it from time to time, but I have the fortunate situation that I can travel a lot Yeah. and I take any chance to go to a exciting, interesting place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I think you need that to kind of rejuvenate your creativity a little bit and yeah. For me, yeah, for yeah. me personally, for sure. Yeah, it's also I know exactly what you mean. It's uh, I think the the environment really influences the like the work, you know, eventually like everything is kind of filtered through you into into your artwork a lot. So is there a specific um destination that that you find that you have more creativity or your creative spirit is like more active? No. No. It's I think it's a little bit more difficult. It's the opposite that I'm when I'm abroad that I I have this feeling that I have limited time and I want to do a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't even bother thinking about drawing something or going to the table, wash my hands and do some art indoor, but outdoor a lot, of course. Yeah. yeah. Finding new places, new spots, going with locals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the best. Seeing their reality, their spots, their places, their... Mm -hmm things to go to and to do is amazing mm -hmm. but um, I would say I never do my real best works when I'm abroad yeah. I rather do them exactly in this moment when I come back mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I feel comfortable again at home but I yeah. still have this energy and this the rests of this of this thinking of this vibes of this this idea that's sometimes so clear when you are far away from your reality and you think yeah. about your life and it's ending at some point and what mm -hmm. you want to still achieve before mm -hmm. it's ending. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So th this moment, this days and sometimes weeks after coming back from a nice journey is uh, the times when I make the best stuff, I would say. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, try I don't to, know why. I, yeah, I know what you mean. It's also for me being in another country. That tea is pretty good, by the way. Yeah, thanks. It's yeah, really this nice. I wish it would. Maybe they'll sponsor us sometime. So I'd love to, <laughs> to give it to the go to the guests when they come. Nice. It's really nice. But yeah, it's also for me when I go to different countries and um, if I have time, because sometimes you know you, you spend a lot of time walking around and exploring the city or meeting other artists and painting, but then you have this downtime that usually when I'm home, I would maybe watch a movie or whatever. But when you when I'm on vacation, I want to watch a movie. I'll just I'll just start drawing or something, and then that's already building up um, some sketches that I can use when I get back to Vienna to paint and stuff. And so it, it kind of helps to 
build that creativity for me yeah. also catch the moment when you're there and make the work when you're at home exactly yeah at this moment when you would sit down and start sketching a little bit i would wash my face and get out and get drunk or something yeah yeah <laughs> this is also yeah. uh, a good As way to i told it. you before I, i don't really go out when i'm in vienna and yeah. i don't really like drunken people too much mm -hmm, mm -hmm. somehow especially in vienna yeah yeah but when i'm abroad i really like to lose myself sometimes yeah and go to different bars and like yeah whatever you know yeah, yeah. i'm with locals and i just I also don't judge anything then anymore. When I'm in Vienna, I have so many expectations about music, drink quality, prices. Yeah, yeah. I'm just nagging around and nothing can be <laughs> satisfying somehow. But yeah. when I'm abroad, I leave all these expectations at home and I'm just like, yeah, everything possible, nothing necessary. And I just have a good time. I'm just much more able to have a good time when I'm abroad. Yeah. And it's great. It's bothering me. <laughs> but yeah, create yeah. some addiction to go away regularly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, travel is one thing that I've really missed um, through this whole Corona bullshit. You know, because last year we were supposed to, we had so many things planned. I'm sure you did too. Like for like summer to go places, but it's just so difficult now with no, this I'd, pandemic stuff. I've been to a few places, but it was difficult. Yeah, yeah. I was able but you to can at least go to the states. Huh? I'm jealous yeah. for this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was able to go in December. It was it was great. No problem going there. Yeah. But coming back was. It's still an yeah? issue. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's not so easy because. For you, know, you or for? For me, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I just went by myself to the US um, in December. Yeah, it was no problem going. Coming back was a little bit more difficult because we had to take this. The P I had to take the PCR test, but yeah. I had to have it within a certain time frame at, before I landed to Europe, but I had like two connecting flights. And so it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. the time was running out, and I had to find like a, like a Schnell test in the US. But there it's like $250 for of the course. for the fast test. And I had to go to a different city to take it. And it was just, it was really such a stressful. The last week of uh, being in, in the U.S. was kind of me searching the whole week for a doctor who would give me this this fast PCR test and, and calling the airline and telling them, like, how am I supposed to do this and shit? But, but once I got that test, um, it was fine. It was coming back. It was not a problem. It was yeah. just getting that test all situated. And I'd like to go back this year, but I'm not sure if it's what the situation is now. I mean, with the vaccine, I have the vaccine, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Wish you all the best with this. Yeah. Maybe I should also, I also like to explore Austria quite a bit. Like Austria is very beautiful and, and yeah. these small towns I'd hardly ever go to, you know. You get so stuck in Vienna and then... That's true, yeah. yeah. You forget that there is a little bit... There's a whole country. ...rest of Austria yeah. as well, yeah. When you drive through other country, uh, little towns, you're just like, wow, it's really nice here. You see the mountains and it's like, it's beautiful. But you get so stuck in these buildings all around you, like in these little boxes, yeah. little cubes. I mean, I love Vienna, but it's uh, this time you need to get out <laughs> once in a while. But you've been pretty busy lately with a lot of uh, commission jobs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's season now, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And how's that going? Everything's good? Yeah, more yeah. or less good. I mean, yeah. catastrophically sometimes <laughs> working on construction sites, really yeah. big projects. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just some normal weirdo stoner guy who is trying <laughs> to make it, right? And True. I find myself in these situations mm -hmm. with so much responsibility and official <laughs> papers, contracts, architects and people who spend millions of euros on some projects and yeah. want to look everything, want to have everything looking good. And mm -hmm. you're in between this 
<laughs> just want to paint a little bit and yeah, grab yeah. some euros, but it's not so easy. And it's a lot of responsibility and a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's going good. I'm, I don't want to come. Yeah, wanna you should complain, complain about. But this no, is no, the no typical uh, the Viennese style. You have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, a welcome bit. to Vienna. Exactly. <laughs> it's going really good, but I hate it. <laughs> it's so hard, but it's really good for me. <laughs> hey, can we sm- can we go smoke a cigarette? Yeah, let's take a break here. Your jobs pretty easily? Are they coming to you fairly easily, or do you have to like go out and look for for kind of work like this? Um, I I didn't ask anybody for work in mm. a few years now, so so it's working. Yeah, it's working. Good. People people approach me cool. for stuff. Cool. And I can pretty much choose what I want to do and what not. But that's a, yeah, that's a good good position to be in. Yeah, very fortunate, mm-hmm. and I very appreciate it. But you just painted this this huge uh, apotheca, yeah, this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finished it again. It was painted uh, two or three years ago. Okay, the whole thing was painted before. You, yeah, you yeah. Just repainted it. Yeah, and oh, it, it it just need to be re reno- renovated. Ah, okay. After they uh, renovated the whole house above the pharmacy. Ah, oh, right, all right. Yeah. Cool. That's, it looks like a huge area to paint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did these um, corridors for a hotel all month, oh, and okay. that was more or less uh, keeping me busy the last uh, three weeks for sure, and I did this pharmacy thing in between. Nice. That's cool. I, I wonder, because your stuff is so um, like fluid and kind of... Uh, almost in a like freestyle manner mm-hmm. yeah. so when you go to the client do they say like oh we need a sketch or do you be like yeah just look at all the shit i've been doing already like, unfortunately is- they want a sketch yeah but I, I keep on telling clients customers and agencies all the time that um the sketch i give them is schematic schematic okay yeah that this it's is- not gonna be exactly <laughs> what exactly they what they see here and if they want to have something exact uh, I would do it with projector but mm-hmm. 99% of the time people seem to understand and let me do yeah. how I think and also make changes in the last moments mm-hmm. depending on wall structure or mm, the average distance people gonna see the painting I need to um I need to make the lines bigger or smaller, depending yeah. on how far uh, viewers will stand away from it. Yeah, it stuff makes like sense. this. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And what's is there some? See, I want to ask you if there's some things that that you've been wanting to try that you're going that um, like with the same technique because you've already you've explored different options with it. I've seen that you've done like letters with it, like you've formed letters with it, and um, also figures and stuff like this. Um, is there something you haven't tried with this uh, with this technique that you want to do? For sure, there's a lot of things. Most of most of the things that are possible with this, um, I haven't tried yet. I, I feel like I have barely scratched the surface of the possibilities of this tool, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, right now, I, to be honest, just want to improve my shapes and the dynamic of my shapes and this abstract ethnoish yeah um, approach mm-hmm. a little bit more 
And yeah, I really want to do something with fabric textiles. Oh, that'd be nice. Something with a fashion brand. And I got in touch with a few, but it's really hard to develop something mm -hmm. that I'm um, satisfied with as well. Oh, uh, yeah. So probably in the near future, I will start to print uh, big amounts of jersey mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and make some, I don't know, shirts. Boxer like shorts, a big amount like of uh, of just like cloth with yeah, yeah. with full print. Okay, having nice. the lens all over. Cool, cool. Yeah, I would really like to see that. Nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It'd be great if you could actually like paint on the fabric. And I don't like painting on fabric because that makes it not really durable. Actually, yeah, it's I can imagine it's gonna have twenty washings and then look totally different. Yeah, true. So yeah. I want to stay with. Um, approved printing mm -hmm. and and uh, maybe sewing stitching embroiling methods something yeah. like this yeah, yeah. it would be super cool to make something which really has the 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 structure of the lens to it if you touch it you know mm -hmm. that you mm -hmm. can feel them yeah that'd be awesome yeah 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 that's what i'm dreaming from nice <laughs> really cool yeah who who are the people that you are like um I mean, because I haven't seen you painting with that many people oft lately. Uh, so you painted with Deus not too long ago, which was yes. a really badass um, piece that, that you guys made together. Thank you very much. It yeah. was all he said here, so I just was standing there yeah. waiting. And <laughs> 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 it was cool how he did it. Yeah. Um, also, with this, with Oxymoron, when you guys did this wall that spun yeah, yeah, yeah. and this other stuff, it was really yeah. cool. Yeah, he has some crazy ideas, really. And yeah. It's really a. Uh, very dedicated person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the really next like, level for yeah. for the kind of um, graffiti like street art. For sure. Yeah, I don't interact with too many people because it's really like um, about them to kick my ass. Mm -hmm. So most of the people who would like to to collaborate on, mm -hmm. on a wall or something, then they're, they're not stubborn enough to force me, you know. And <laughs> yeah, they have to push um, you out. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the times I'm suspicious anyway what, what, what it's going to be. And also, yeah. I would say 70 to 80% I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing anyway. Mm -hmm. And even more percent I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing with somebody together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not their fault or something. It's just me being weird. I know what you mean. It's uh, yeah. trying to imagine what to, to combine two styles together to make it yeah. something that's that you're going to be happy with in the yeah. end. It's, it's, hard. it's pretty hard sometimes to make something else than a classical collage thing where you just paint next to each other and separate some areas where yeah. the one and where the other is going to paint. So use the same colors and just yeah, kind exactly, of see exactly. where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I don't really have any set questions for you, but there's just a few things that like I usually ask a lot of the guests on the podcast because I'm really interested about, um, about everyone's background. So... Mm -hmm. Um, like where their fam, where your family came from, and stuff like this. Were they all from Vienna? Uh, no, my mom is from Styria. Okay. But she moved to Vienna with her parents when she was a kid. Oh, okay. But yeah, she still has this uh, mountain, mountain girl mindset somehow. Yeah. My parents are both really uh, hippie-ish mm -hmm. from this generation, and um, they also raised me really, really liberal and mm -hmm. progressive. Um, my father is German, 
Oh, okay. And my parents have never been together for very long or very serious. So they met each other in Thailand. Okay. And uh, my mom happened to live with my dad in Germany for a while, but mm -hmm. she didn't really like it. So she moved back and found out she was pregnant. Oh, all right. So, yeah, uh, growing up with my mom in Floridsdorf, as I told you before, yeah, 21st yeah. district, I got uh, two more brothers. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, I, I grew up uh, low, lower middle class in some Gemeindebau apartment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, my, my mom being very supportive and very, very pushy to, uh, to us, her children, um, fulfill their dreams or follow their visions. And, yeah, and yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. she was really positive about um, doing something else than the average other person or kid and telling us we were special mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah for me it ended up with what I do now so yeah. it's also kind of her her press yeah, this yeah. whole thing do you still have family in, in Steiermark? yes yeah. yes do grandmother uncle yeah oh, okay yeah. it's a very beautiful country my, yeah, wi my wife's family is from there alright okay so I go there pretty often um and I just love it over there. It's just really, it's such a different way of life and yeah. a different pace. And, and not far away. Not that far away, yeah. Two, two and a half hours, so it's not too bad. And what kind of work did your mom do? Or does your mom do? Uh, my mom's working uh, in the social sector. So she's uh, working with um, teenagers and young adults who happen to don't find a job and uh, they are not really uh, motivated and organized to to get into the society or to be uh, functioning members of the society by themselves and she's yeah, that's hard. helping them yeah, yeah all different backgrounds all different stories yeah yeah it's you have to be really um empathetic i think or a little bit you have to kind of have a good heart to deal with people yeah, like yeah. This. it's not not easy my mom's really this kind of person who needs to be needed you know yeah yeah and your brothers, are they artists also? Or are they yes, they are both very creative. One is working as a goldsmith even. Mm. And the other one is a bicycle mechatronic. But they are both painting as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. I imagine your brother with a goldsmith. I just had a picture in my head. He had like all these gold teeth and all these gold. Not yet, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> He's talking about it. <laughs> And your other brothers working with bikes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, also bicycles are a big thing in our family. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. I think Vienna is so perfect for for bikes, man. It's yeah. like we, Yeah, I wanted really to show off, but I'm not here with bike, unfortunately. Yeah, it's <laughs> all so good. Next time. Yeah, next, next time. time. <laughs> I bought my first bike when I moved here, like shortly after I moved here at the at Vuk. They had like this bike swap yeah. meet. And I bought like a little single speed uh, KTM. I still have it, and uh, and I think I mean everywhere. I mean the bike lanes here are so well organized. It's yeah, really it's easy convenient, to get around. For sure, really easy to get around Vienna with just a bike and stuff. It's one thing I love about Vienna. It's this easy way to get around, and also the public transport is not really yeah. having to have a car. It's pretty awesome. I never had one. I still, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever learn how to drive? No. Yeah, you don't need to, right? Mm. It's like it's how it is. But your brothers are also living in Vienna. Yes, yeah, both so of them. Yeah. Cool. They are 22 and 23 now, so oh, right. they're still exper uh, ex exploring yeah, Vienna, see. I guess, at this point. Yeah, this is the time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and do you still have contact with your father? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. What kind of work does he do? Or He's an architect and 
building biologist. Okay. So he's a specialist for funguses in in houses. Oh really? Yeah. So like like mold and yeah kind mold of stuff. exactly. Oh yeah, nice. Exactly. Interesting. I didn't and she loves it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was. I didn't even know that was a job. No <laughs> no no that's. It's for for sure a job. He has a lot to do. <laughs> yeah, that's He's crazy. complaining about too much work. <laughs> yeah. Nice. When was your last exhibition? It was Oof. it was a long time ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was 2017. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't really find a reason or a motivation to exhibit ever since then anymore. So yeah. talking solo exhibitions. I mean, I gave some some pieces to some yeah. galleries, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just like I gave you the blue one. Yeah, yeah, with this. for some group exhibitions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, that, that maybe sounds super stupid now, but um, selling my good drawings really good, so I can't really get a few together so I can exhibit them anymore. That's a good, also a good problem to have. A really yeah. good problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's also, it seems silly to, for me now, to kind of make a collection of artwork for an exhibition when I can just paint and then post it online and somebody buys it. Online Easter exhibition, more or yeah. less, no? I mean, I, it's another reason if you were trying to make a statement or if you have a, a, if you're trying to create something from the exhibition, but if you're just painting to paint, I mean, just turn I think we forgot that the function of the exhibition was there and working before social media, internet and all that. Yeah, you know, true. nobody uh, 20 years ago had, had such a good screen in their pocket or such a connection to mm -hmm. whatever is available somewhere from somebody. True. So you yeah. needed to go to the nice place and the nice gallery to find mm -hmm. the nice curator who is understanding what you want to collect. And yeah. it all made so much more sense before internet. But yeah. now a lot of those functions yeah. are not there anymore. And yeah. I'm, you can I'm save on the commission costs mm. and stuff. You mm. can just sell directly yeah. to the... Internet's rent-free, right? So True, for, the, for yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's see what Elon Musk does when he gets up in the space. I don't want to know. <laughs> Watching us from up there. <laughs> I think it's so crazy that, uh, that uh, Jeff Bezos wants to go up there and who knows what the fuck, just go up to space and mm. just be the richest man in space or something. That's <laughs> so crazy. Jeff. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't no. consume <laughs> an, any media in a few months. But you know so. who Jeff, Jeff Bezos yeah, is? Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. yeah but I, I have no idea what's on the news or... Yeah, I had heard nothing. that um, that he wants to go to space or something. Oh. And he's of course. planning to do that and oh. all that stuff. It's Having some midlife crisis, I guess. Probably, yeah. Yeah, oh. trying to make up for something, I don't know. <laughs> like, when you have too much money, you're just like, what else is there? Okay, there's space. <laughs> Let me see. Look, looking up there. <laughs> what's up there? Yeah. I mean, I guess... I don't know. Yeah, if you have too much money, why not? Yeah. Are you still doing like crew stuff, or Cause I see yeah, from time to time. I see it's pretty random, like um, seeing when the crew gets together and stuff. Yeah. And who's getting together? Yeah. But yeah. We meet a lot, but not for painting. You know, just mm -hmm. sit together, cook together. Yeah. Artist friend group somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. We all just use this crew name to do some side projects also, you know, some mm -hmm. spontaneous evening stupid activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't have to use our artist uh, identities for this and uh, the responsibility is kind of unclear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when did that all start? When did you guys decide to make this crew? 
I'm not going to mention the crew. So Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. Like four or five years ago, six years ago. Mm -hmm. It also started with another name, but then the end formation like it is now um, developed. And I'm pretty happy with this, to be honest, because yeah. it's a good network. And uh, I really feel like... Uh, being the worst from a group of very talented people, you know, <laughs> so always uh, somebody to look up to and to learn something from. It's also it's really a good group of, of artists for sure. Yeah. And so I think one of the most um, prolific and and yeah. in in Vienna, it's like one of the top ones for sure. I feel very fortunate and I'm very grateful to be part of this, to be honest, yeah. because it really pushes me as well. And mm -hmm. all the other guys was in the academy and they do stuff on a really high level. And if I need to know some technical knowledge or some canvas in a very specific size, I have mm -hmm. always somebody right next to me to help me with this. That's because true. I'm not really an artist, you know, so... Yeah, well, that's weird to, to say. I mean, you're obviously an artist, but, but not an artist as far as, like, a classically trained yeah, artist. I also don't like those brandings, to be honest. And oh, okay. I don't know if I'm an artist. I also don't care, to be honest. I, I like drawing, and mm -hmm. I make drawings, and some people like them so much that they buy them, and that's mm -hmm. just lucky, I guess. Yeah, but there's some kind of... Uh, there's a talent behind it, yeah? So the talent comes from somewhere. So. Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I'm not sure if talent even exists or if it's just a possibility or the that, that you're able to be fascinated by something that much that you just do it so hard that you're getting better by yourself, right? Yeah, there's a there's a point of getting better. Like, there's a lot of artists that I see a lot on Instagram and everywhere that are amazing artists. But they don't. The art doesn't say anything. You know, yeah. the art doesn't have the feeling yeah. behind it, the passion, and that's. This is what makes actually it's generic. Art. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's just the same. They found yeah, a photo online, mean. and they 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 could do it hyper realistic on yeah. the wall, but there's not. It's not it doesn't say anything to you. If you're too scared from failing, you will not lean too far out from the spectrum that is already approved, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it takes someone who's not afraid to kind of push it to that next level and I think yeah. that, that's what makes an artist honestly. Yeah, may, maybe maybe that's pretty good definition though I hope so <laughs> but yeah I think it's a it's a pretty awesome crew that you guys have and it, it's always interesting to see what you guys are doing like as far as when you have to do when you're doing murals together or if yeah. I see just two of you out there doing some stuff and like some crazy stuff or also two from the crew and then collaborating with another artist doing some crazy yeah. stuff it's also really cool yeah, also, the the new kid on the block here, Jacob, is pretty pushing it now. It's crazy. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Unbelievable output exactly. and creativity here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I agree. A friend of mine, um, the guy who does the graphics for the for the podcast, Nino. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know Nino Verna. He's from Vels. Nino Verna? Yeah, he's, yeah. From, he's from Vels, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. But he, wanted, he was wondering about the, about the name change, like when you change your name. When it was before, it was uh, Lucille and Lucille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and there was this change. Was this the time when you when you got busted, or was this a different? No, reason no, no. That that, that didn't really had a reason. I just wanted to include uh, my ex girlfriend into my artist identity, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was hoping for some time she will join the administrative uh, side and take over the administrative part. I don't really know uh, if you know Becky and Stace. And they always yeah, put this Stace, uh, ant yeah. in between, you yeah, know, this, yeah, this yeah, yeah. strange thing. And I yeah. was really liking it somehow, mm -hmm. like Bonnie and Clyde thing or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I pushed it for a time like this. Ah, okay, okay. Also had business cards and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. 
not really had a reason to to stop this but i wanted to make it more simple and and everything uh, sh shorten everything up and yeah make it more clear and easy i remember also seeing a lot of your when you were doing a lot of the character stuff like character stuff but you were doing the figurative stuff also with the lines with just like these yeah. these spray lines but um but you're not doing this so much anymore right or have you thought about doing going back to doing some of this Or you mean the portraits or the like abstract figurative stuff? Um, I remember seeing like some birds, for example, that were done with the lines, and there was um, like the turtle we were talking about yeah. earlier, stuff like this. Um, have you ever thought about doing that, or is that like? Yeah, from time to time I try something like this, mm -hmm. but um, in general I'm, I'm publishing maybe 10 to 20 percent of what I draw. Oh, okay, all right. If even, I'm not sure, and yeah. Not being super satisfied with the animals and and mm -hmm. figurative stuff mm -hmm. I I was trying out in the last years I, I have not published it oh, okay. and I'm not I'm not pushing something and not showing something that I don't want to do again yeah don't bring people potential customers etc on onto the wrong ideas yeah that makes sense yeah and do you get how tired do you get about uh, people asking you about this the tool that you use and all this stuff? major tired <laughs> but i still understand that they want to know yeah of course of course and i answer any single person to ask me <laughs> that's super what nice it is how i do it and where they can buy it and i, I saw where the point where the points happened uh on instagram where it's like you just start putting it in the description already yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> because if people don't read the descriptions i'm <laughs> to be honest, not I can't help you. Yeah, it's like, come on, just read the. Description. If you really want to know it, it would be very, yeah, easy to find out. But yeah, yeah, just lazy. Yeah, I can imagine that it's uh, it gets pretty tiring after a while. It's like, uh, okay, this question. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really, <laughs> that's really good of you to answer everyone from that. Yeah, I saw that you were also experimenting with like a like a a bigger one, right? Mm -hmm. Like you had a really. How did that turn out? Um, really cool, but I still have to experiment a little bit with it. And every time I'm learning something with it, means there is a big, big mess, and I have to wash that thing in my bathtub. Okay. It's a 60 centimeters wide roller from the States. Wow. For floor. Ah, oh, um, really? For, for fl I, don't, I don't know, lacquer for floor yeah, yeah, or varnish yeah. for mm -hmm. floor, or something like this. Warehouse or something you need to protect. Super the floor, nice yeah. thing, but as soon as I poop, poop, as, so, as soon as I uh, have it in in the paint, mm -hmm. it gets super heavy, right? Yeah, and I have to Shit. hold it with both hands. I, I still need to develop this. Yeah, I'm trying it. I have a new one now at home and um, trying to make it work, but nice. it's still gonna take me a little bit. <laughs> So you had to cut all the all the sections out. Uh, no, in this that. case, I make it with um, you know gaffer tape, the the mm -hmm. silver one, mm -hmm. and I really stretch it. I, I, I slice it into half uh, half size, and then yeah. I pull it around, and yeah. I really stretch it and okay. stick it to itself. Ah, kind of works, but not not how I want it. Yeah, not exactly as a smaller one. Yeah, I'm thinking of big gummy bands now. Ah, yeah, Can uh, also work something yeah. like this. And do you plan to maybe do a, a big floor with this or, or a big No, no, I'm there? using it for walls. Oh, wow. I okay. did a big floor with uh, this tool uh, mm -hmm. recently in June, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, in Georgia. I did this uh, like uh, ball pitch for kids, oh. shared soccer and basketball pitch. Nice. And nice. this one was executed with the big tool Wow. because wow. it's pretty big and uh, the floor was very rough so my normal wall tool won't work there oh okay so you use this this new tool that you created yeah, exactly. wow 
and it and it worked pretty pretty well then. Yeah. 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 At least you get the C test. Could right. have been better, of course, but uh, I'm but when you get it from above, you know, it's it's, it's, it works yeah, it out. Yeah. You have to use a drone to get a good shot. Yeah, from yeah. It. yeah. The the guys in Georgia had all the equipment to take really good shots from it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Shout out to the team, by the way. <laughs> I really like those guys. How different was it going from the floor, from from the ceiling to the floor? I mean, not ceiling, but the wall from the, to the floor. It was weird. And especially when it was all finished, having people running around on your painting is a super <laughs> weird feeling, right? Because you're not used to finish something and having people walking on it. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. With their true. shoes, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got used to it. And uh, then we celebrated a little bit with some professional streetball team. And there was young guys with cool jackets and top-notch top yeah. shoes. And they was playing... Yeah. Some hardcore rounds for for me to take pictures, and cool. I was super happy with yeah, it. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. It's really yeah, awesome. yeah, really good feeling. Cool. To be what, honest, what kind of paint did you use for the floor? Uh, you have to ask the organizer oh, okay, because I, I couldn't read it. Uh, Georgian letters is like okay. Naboo fighter Star Wars language or something <laughs> okay. like this. Like, it looks super beautiful, but I have no yeah. idea what it was saying. Yeah. But it was uh, the color stink, stank for for sure. Pretty oh, okay. hardcore. Yeah. yeah, you have to use a special kind of color. Yeah, yeah. And I think they, they even clear coated it. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's really cool. Yeah. I've always thought about doing a, a floor too. Like if you have a big, like how Golov did, I don't know, you saw that big observer mm -hmm, that Golov mm -hmm. did. Like it's just amazing to see it. But from that the, thing from, from Golov was ridiculous big. I even think they told me to drove around on, on it with the car or something. Yeah, he had, uh, he has a YouTube video where yeah. he, he created a car and made it out of cardboard. And he had, he also created a tank with a nozzle in the front that yeah. sprayed the black out from it. He made this really cool video on YouTube. You have to check it out. It's really awesome. But he was saying it was really difficult with the, when you have the, the sun on you and you're painting yeah. the black and when you paint, when you're standing in the black and standing on the white, like how the temperature changes and yeah, yeah. he was just dying with the, with the heat on there. But in the end it was really pretty badass. but I always thought that would be a really cool thing to, to do when you see, it's like another dimension yeah. for your art. It's really cool. Yeah. And especially considering this street view and Google 3D and, and, and how is it called? Google Earth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can create something for there. It's yeah. also very interesting. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome when they could do that. Because, on, I mean, I guess with, with the street view, you can, you can tag murals and stuff, you know, that murals that are going to stay. Yeah. But with the Google Earth view, it's like... A Different yeah, league. you can in in this in this uh, street view thing. You can even go back in the years. Like it has different uh, oh, different yeah, memory from that. over the time when they drive there again and again. So you can also see how places changed. And yeah, how the how the mural gets tagged over and tagged yeah, exactly, over. And, tagged yeah. and so you started painting on the on the canal like pretty pretty early on, right? Like so. Yeah. Close I mean, to when because it started what around twenty years ago, or it was really started to expand there it was very different back then i also used it very different over the years mm -hmm. first i only painted small spots with spray paint like for graffiti two and a half meters high seven meters wide like the standard spot everybody's doing mm -hmm. and then i yeah I, I was starting to think bigger and paint bigger and I took my leather and horrible amounts of bucket paint and mm. started to make very big things, but I also got bored of it mm -hmm. because you put so much effort in it and then you maybe got this platform there and many people see it and people talking about it, but in like no time it's all messed up Sounds again like by that, somebody yeah. else and that's okay, but um, not going there anymore, I know pushing it so hard for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Especially in summertime when yeah, everyone's yeah, on the yeah. canal. and Yeah, it's for everybody, you know, so yeah. they, they can have it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun for when you just want to go and just have a, a quick kind of spray day with some friends yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But for productions or if you want to do something that you're really proud of. and The last three years I also lived in the west of Vienna. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of far away from Canal. Oh, okay. Demotivated me even more to go there, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah. I got this amazing spot in the west mm-hmm. uh, under the bridge. I don't know if you know it. I don't think so. Uh, I if I, yeah, I probably see it in the photos and I recognize it, yeah. And so that's where you're usually going to, to paint. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very peaceful there. Nice. So is there anybody that you haven't uh, painted with that you want to maybe do a collaboration with? I'm just no. curious. No? Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm totally not after collaborating, to be honest. Yeah. I really like to spend a good time. I like to get to know interesting artists, to see the person behind it, and mm-hmm. to understand the art even more. Mm-hmm. I like the soci- sociologic aspect of yeah. very good artists, because I made this experience that most of the people who are pushing it really hard mm-hmm. have issues they're yeah. running away from. Yeah, yeah. And they just developed and tend to be that good because they are running away from something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when you're happy with yourself and if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. you just stay. Yeah, you have no reason keep, to, yeah, exactly. to keep pushing out. Yeah, that's... Uh, I guess everybody has their own reasons for for pushing it so hard or uh, also with, like, traveling and trying to, trying to get out of different areas yeah. so you can get away from things, run away from things, but also at the same time, you're, you're, you're trying to stay focused on something else, you know, and... Yeah. The people who are creative, they use that as their as their fuel. You know, it's just, it makes some really interesting uh, artists, I think, for sure. So usually, when I when I wrap this up, like I just ask if if there's a website where people could find you or how they find you on Instagram and stuff like that. People find me on Instagram uh, with, with my with my ad s s k i r l. Um, yeah, if you want something, just message me there. I'll answer in a few days. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If if anybody who hear this uh, wants to ask any additional questions or just wants to chat, I'm I'm very friendly and I won't bite and I, <laughs> I'm happy to answer. So yeah, that that's how I'm reachable cool. for now. And uh, do you have a website also? No. Okay. Um, before I go, uh, if not, then I'll just cut this out. But um, you were you also part of the oxymoron? Like you, did you help found it? Yes, it? yes, I, oh, I okay. co-founded it. Yes. Okay. So yes. let's talk about that real quick before. We yeah. Go. yeah. Because um, I've been there back when it was in uh, uh, Burgasse. Yes. Um, and now it's at a different location, but it's running. and it's gonna be in a different location soon again. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But I think that's that's. That's a pain in the ass, I guess, but it's also interesting That's for... Cool. The only consistent is the change. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so how did Oxymoron come about? Like uh, Me what? and a group of friends, we, we wanted to exhibit our stuff, and also we figured we have so good connections and we are so well connected with other artists from mm-hmm. other countries, brilliant artists mm-hmm. who just cannot go into the fan art galleries and show their stuff there. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty sure something like this would work out in some way. Mm-hmm. So everybody gave their last euros and we started to have exhibitions in this small place in Burgasse mm-hmm. and pushed it. And yeah, the guy Colin, Colin Linde yeah, yeah. was the one who really saw the potential then. And uh, in a moment where everybody was like, 
sourced out and not super pushing it anymore, not super hyped about it in winter. And we all got back to our own artist identities and mm -hmm. worked a little bit on our own thing anymore. This was the moment when Colin took it over and mm -hmm. founded a company out of it, yes. made it an agency and made it what it is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still feel really connected to it and I identify myself with it. The logo mm -hmm. is my handwriting. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's a cool logo. Mm, still, I'm still pretty happy with it and also I'm happy that it's still existing and it's still working. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where he's moving to now? Where the no, new no, 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 no. Okay. I'm searching at the moment. Oh, okay. Because right now it's um, by Westbahnhof. Yeah, it's right. at Lindengasse 65. Yeah, nice. Cool. I, I want to also get him on the podcast eventually. To talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. So I'll have to get him on. Ah, you got to speak German then maybe because he's more comfortable with German. Ah, it's okay. He can speak a little bit. I talked to him at the, at the Together Jam. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. English also. Of course not. <laughs> we could also, I also don't mind like a little half-half, but it's all good. I'll, I'll ask him. But cool, man. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast. Man. Thanks for really, having me. Yeah, my it pleasure. Was, it was my pleasure, really. And it's been a long time since we've uh, spoken, so it was cool to, to catch up and also to learn a little bit about you because the last time, the times that we speak, it's only really short and we never really got to, to know each other. And so now I know everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I've told you all my life story now. <laughs> That's good. Nothing more to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're good, man. Thanks again. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. short it is like history teaches us like about like if you want to read and get knowledge then about the catastrophes that happened like mm -hmm. the volcano eruptions mm -hmm. that, that made like years of dark yeah yeah surrounding the planet like yeah. not, not one year but you know years and it can be happen it can happen by nature yeah yeah not, yeah not by our pollutions which I mean, are stupid mm -hmm. uh, endlessly stupid yeah, yeah. shit from our own yeah. side and then from cosmos like i mean mm -hmm. if we get struck we can get yeah, yeah, of course. Disappear in like uh, in a, in a single second. A second. So I mean, in that having knowing mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, how can I be happy in a big car with like a lot of money on a super yacht? And, yeah, you know, I could be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on the yacht. <laughs> it's parked here on the Donau Canal. Join us in two weeks with our guest Luna from Zagreb, Croatia. See you then.